You tapped in? Okay, Goose, you tapped in too? All right, Chicago, y'all tapped in? All right, boys, let's crack them. Feel like Mike in the fourth with the ball in my hands and I'm taking a shot. I'm the king in the madhouse on Madison, whether I make it or not. Now the crowd going crazy, they watching the play and I'm watching the clock. Got my shot in the air and the buzzer go off and I'm watching it drop. This team did things, MJ shot city six rings. D-Rose too big, too fast, too strong history. And we good on that, put Jilla on the track and we good on whack. Three, two, one, everybody say bulls on tap. Bulls on tap, our city pretty and gritty. Benny the bull in the crowd getting hyper and litty. Me, I'm so drippy and slippery, nothing offends me. Banners on banners, we winners. We got the stats in the news. Go and subscribe, hang out with Buzzy and Goose. Tapping with us, we the truth. Jilla just murdered the booth. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz. I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted. And we're here to recap these last three, looking forward to these next two. I don't know, I forgot what I was just saying, but we're here to, uh, you know, do a podcast, not after a post game. It's an actual just podcast today. We're going to talk about these last couple games and where we're going from here. Um, before we do that, be sure we're going to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at On Tap Sportsnet, following Goose at Bull Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. Goose, good. what's up, man? Not much. Feeling really good after those last two games. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not shocked. I, I could not stay awake for um, a few of them. Uh, I got really far uh, in the Lakers win last night. I was like in the third quarter. I was still on the old Twitter machine, and then I don't, I don't remember what happened from there. Um, but yeah, awesome Bulls basketball lately. Yeah, the game ended, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to call him out on the timeline. Let's, let's go check Buzz's feed and see if he's been active. And it was like two hours ago. I'm like, chances are my man's asleep. So yeah, we'll leave him be. Yeah, no, yeah, that's totally, totally accurate. Um, obviously, we should probably touch on Friday. I don't want to. So if you want to move on from that, we'll just say our little quick opening statements on what happened to the Golden State at uh, Golden State uh, on Friday last week. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about that game there, Goose? Uh, yeah, I mean, I was actually feeling myself in the first quarter. I thought that – I think everybody was. We, we were going to have a good game. Even, uh, you know, the announcers for Golden State were going on about how the pace of the game was so great. And, you know, it's been real competitive. And then out of nowhere, the Bulls' offense just fell off. Uh, Lonzo and DeMar probably had their worst games as Chicago Bulls. And without Booch, Zach just didn't have enough to get us over the hump. Uh, so for the first time this season, I felt like we saw what we've seen for the last couple of years. Zach simply did not have uh, the help to get over the hump against a team led by Steph Curry. And uh, Otto Porter got hurt. Imagine that. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, definitely, definitely not shocking. You basically covered everything in that one. I was just I, I, I was up for the first when it was looking good. And then I woke up literally in the recliner chair didn't even make it to my bed i just fell asleep in the recliner and i woke up in the morning and it's like oh man i missed it what happened blow out I, quick memory dude I, you know i just i just let it go i was like fuck that i don't want to watch that i don't want to talk about it all right clippers your brain game. just tells you that you weren't even going to see it the first time you know you have to remember it. exactly 
Exactly. All right. So what was that? Saturday? No, Sunday's game, right? Or, yeah. Wait, what is today? Today is Tuesday. Oh, thank God. Okay. So we played on Sunday and Monday. Got it. Sunday's game against the Clippers. Um, I wasn't shocked that the Bulls kind of like handedly beat them. I thought that like they would respond on Saturday, at least like put up a hell of an effort type thing, even if it was like a close loss. But I mean, the Clippers, I mean, neither are we. The Clippers are not at full strength. And I just think the Bulls outperformed them on both ends of the floor. I think it's that simple on, on Sunday's game. Yeah, I mean, outside of Paul George, um, he didn't have much help. And DeMar uh, was there. Uh, DeMar really rode into L.A. like Debo. And I think that's going to be his nickname for me. He's Debo uh, because he is just a dog and he is a bully. He might not be a giant guy like Debo, but he's a bully. Um, And I love it. And I am so glad that I underestimated the totality of the dog in DeMar uh, in the off season with what we paid and being a little upset with the price. Cause now I don't give a fuck about the price. <laughs> I, I don't feel like anybody should at no. this point. I, I know it's really early and we could be, I mean, honestly, we're being a little premature, but just are, because we, are we 14 right. games in? No, I just don't. I don't, I, I always got a happy a brand new team, 14 games in that is just starting to feel each other and figure each other that, out. That's in what I mean. Face. Yeah. So like, I don't think we're really getting that far ahead. I think we are rightfully jacked and juiced. We're jacked and juiced. I just, I, like I said, I was just trying not to be premature about it in case it backfires and ends up being terrible. But my God, dude, he's been, Goose, I don't like. I was just, I was talking to Tony about this earlier. Tony on tap. I was talking to him about like, and, and Ron Luce about how I don't remember a Bulls guy player that can get, I said Bulls guy, Bulls player that could get Bulls into the mid range like him on a consistent basis since like, I don't know, Jordan. I don't know. Like, I just, he, he's fire, dude. He gets in the paint. He drain he, he drains his shots and he's shooting at a high clip. I, I dig it. That uh, window washer, windshield wiper move he pulled last night. That full fake Hezzy all the way around and then the fade that had uh, Elise Johnson on the ground like he died in the coffin. Um, No, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that you can't expect from him on a nightly basis. And unfortunately, we had the, the one game where we didn't get it and we did get slightly embarrassed. But DeMar is capable of doing that every night. And I just love how Lonzo Ball fits in that pairing of Zach and DeMar. You know, Lonzo takes almost all that fear of, oh, can these guys play together? Will they fit together? The defense that Lonzo brings and just the connector that he is um, allows it to happen in his shooting. He uh, he definitely had his Lakers revenge game last night. I feel like if he just improved in the mid-range game, dude, he'd be so much more dangerous too. I mean, obviously hitting the three at a crazy clip like he is right now, career best, 42%. So every year he's been in the league, he's raised his three-point percentage. Um, you know, I just wish he was a little bit better, like I said, in the mid-range. But, no, Lonzo plays so good around those two, man. I mean, and DeMar's got them all engaged. It, I don't know, man. I just I feel like we're on the brink of something really special. And I, I, I like, but I like I said, I try. We, not- made, we made a top five center, undoubtedly top five to ten player in the NBA, and Anthony Davis look like a fucking scrub without a power forward or a center. Like, 
We had him frustrated to the point where he wanted to get himself tossed from that game last night, and he did. That's only Anthony Davis's second ejection in his whole entire career caused by the new work Chicago Bulls without a center. Um, You know, uh, and obviously LeBron James did not play, uh, but as we've already pointed out, we're down Pat and Vooch, and Zach's been playing hurt, so... You still have a top 10 player and you have all the role players that uh, you apparently believe that you need to make uh, contenders like run. So that is a, that is a game that the Bulls should be proud about. I don't want to I don't want to go on Twitter and see that. Oh, didn't have, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, do you think it looks any different because you brought this up about Anthony Davis? Like, what, do you think it looks any different if uh, I hear myself? Were you messing with your speakers again? I mean, I was I was touching my light. I, I don't know why my touching the light would make I heard, it go. It, it just did it again. Okay. I, I don't know if anybody can hear that on, on my end if I'm going crazy or not. But do you think that the Bulls are going to have a hard adjustment period when Vooch comes back or, like, you know, from his injury? Because we brought him up about how we didn't have a center right now, which is true, nor a power forward. But, I mean, do you think it, it's going to be any different when he gets back? Do you think it's just going to – status quo is going to go right – you know, they're just going to flow right into it. No, I mean, because we still saw a large chunk of Tony Bradley that I will be glad not to have to see when Booch gets back. Uh, I think Billy said it best, you know, as soon as we got the news that Booch was going to be out, uh, he turned it to the bright side right away. He said, I think it's going to be a positive. Um, Obviously, it's not a positive that we're without him, but the positive in this is that these guys are going to have to learn how to play without him. And with our lack of big man depth, um, these small ball lineups do seem to be kind of figuring each other in, out and feeling each other out. And uh, we were obviously successful last night, very successful last night. That was a lot of fun to watch. Five pests just flying around uh, defensively wreaking havoc. And um, having that in your arsenal, kind of figuring that out in this short span here because you have to, because it's, you know, uh, adapt or die or lose in this case. Um I think it will be a positive. And I should Vooch is just so effortless at everything that he does that it it will be seamless. Um, you know, they're expecting Tony Bradley to be able to facilitate the ball, and that's just really been screwing us. I feel bad for how he looked. Does that you know, I mean, because you're kind of getting like an extended run a little bit. No, I don't want to say extended run, but you know, what I mean more exposure, more playing time. I get you know, uh with Vooch being out, but he he's looked really bad, dude. He's got um who someone said Omir is she candles and you know, and it's just, I I don't know, man. I I like him back in the defensive backup role and not having plays run through him. And I was kind of surprised we saw that from Billy in the get go. I I think you, like you pointed out, you feel bad for him. And I think we do have to put some of that on Billy as great as he's been coaching so far this year uh, with this new squad. Um, You know, I think Billy did ask a little bit too much from him. And, you know, maybe we see less of that going forward because it was made that obvious. Billy obviously didn't pull him. You know, he didn't give him a quick hook. He let him play through it, let him work through it. Um, But I'm not going to attribute that to Tony Bradley, just not being a capable, you know, rotational player. It's more so just that he was asked too much of too quick. And um, unfortunately, it was against Anthony Davis. You know what's funny too, man, is like – when people were on that whole, you know, trade Vooch thing for a 
something. I don't know what they wanted, but something for Vooch, you know, or whatever. Vooch sucks. Like, could you imagine if Tony Bradley was was a starting center? And all the people that said, oh, well, we have him for defense. He could play defense. The other guys can do what they need to do. It's like that. those are the plays that you see last night that if they were to run through him, he can't capitalize on. It's a short turnover. I think no, that's where the, I think that's the, where Vooch comes into and not, again, not trying to shit on Tony Bradley or anything, but I think that's where like you look at Vooch and if those plays are running through him, those are more buckets, you know? All night. And it's it's effortless. Like it's just part of his routine and he makes it look so easy. And the fact that he does make it look that easy is I think why we as fans can kind of take it for granted because he just does it. Like it doesn't look spectacular. It's like that Jokic vibe where He's moving slow. It doesn't really look that great, but it fucking works. Um, for other people, you see, it, it doesn't work. So getting him back will be great. Uh, but learning how to play with these small ball, ball lineups is going to be really beneficial, for the, especially come playoff time, because that game changes a lot. What did you think about Derek Jones Jr. when he kind of came in for him? He had like three and ones in a row. Yeah, I like as soon as he would get an entry pass, you you might as well have just started doing the and one signal because he was feasting. I, I was I'm not surprised he's so like he's so athletic, and I like what Billy did too. The defensive sets with DJJ, and I guess this this is like organic bar conversation right now. I went from talking about Tony Bradley to you know Vooch being missed and how did DJJ do all that shit. Um, but totally just lost my train of thought the fuck was i talking about dude what is happening to me this is a lack of sleep because my toddler is uh has a flu um which is another reason why i missed sunday's show not because i fell asleep but because i missed sunday's show um what was that said because super dead well yeah super dead i really think that uh i should get a dad of the year award I, i think i should dude i mean for for real like you know i'm like sick kids sleeping in my bed I'm staying up all night. We can we can contact uh, Tony and you know get get a, get an on tap dad of the year award figured out for you or something. That'd be very dope. That'd be very dope. And I, I again I don't even remember. But, but you were talking that. about Derek Jones Jr. Yeah, I was. Can't remember exactly what I was thinking though. <laughs> like it's just all gone. It's all gone. It's dude. Well, yeah. Well, on on the Derek Jones Jr. front, I mean, you have to carry me a little until bit we get Vooch back. That Billy will run that lineup. To start the game because of the success that we had, or that's just too much of a dagger to Tony Bradley's confidence. Like, yeah, you're the only center on our roster. We're going to play a small forward there. (laughs) Well, well, yeah, obviously they would be bad for his uh, for his psyche, no doubt about it. But I think taking DJJ off like the bench would be, while fun at first, would be kind of scary for the bench. He's just one of those guys that are proving to be a high energy guy that can come and get you some buckets. And not like he's doing it at a high clip or anything like that. He's not scoring at a crazy rate. Forget he sat it's for extremely games. efficient outside of his threes that are, you know, hit or miss every night. But right. uh, any other shot that he's taken outside of open corner threes, which you do want him to shoot uh, to keep the defense honest, are extremely efficient shots. He's a monster on the defensive end um, in rebounding. He gets so damn high for rebounds. It's it's. I don't know. It's mesmerizing to watch that man play basketball. Yeah, just having Caruso, <laughs> just having Caruso in the starting lineup with him. I like I said, I think it just kind of hurt the bench and and whatnot. I was just surprised, like with the size aspect that we've been kind of talking about. Is 
I thought we were going to see Simonovich when he was up, and I I never saw a report of him being recalled. So I just don't think he dressed last night because I didn't. Did you see him dress last night on the bench? I haven't really noticed him dressed at all. Um, I don't know if that is like the you know gray area of this counts as one of his X amount of games from the G League. Well, like what if he's, he's like called up but doesn't? Player. He's a full contract player. Never mind. Yeah. So, but if yeah, if he's so he can play as many games as he wants. But yeah, I didn't see him suited up, um, right. which is interesting because you'd think if you're not going to use him at all, that having him playing in the G League is better. As much as I'm sure he would rather be sitting front row at a NBA game with his teammates, uh, taking in that vibe the last two games. If he's not going to dress and play, is he not better off getting 30 minutes and putting up 20 and 10 uh, in the G League to? get ready for, you know, a potential opportunity here at some point. Yeah. I, I was really looking forward to seeing him. And now that he's not, like I said, he's not been, I haven't, I haven't seen him get recalled yet. I don't think he has. Do you think it down. has anything to do with like his build and his frame? Do you think they want to give him a year to fill out? Well, I'm going to the Windy City Bulls game tomorrow. And I was really looking forward to seeing him, you know, uh, play because I, he, he's not getting time in the NBA. And, but again, he was recalled by the Bulls when Booch went down with the co- well got COVID um you know but which I was just curious man I don't think it's his frame I just he's not I mean yeah he's skinny but it's not he's like a rookie Lowry I don't know I think he's he's kind of like in between Lowry and Porzingis you know in that lanky kind of weird you know Lowry's got them short arms that he's got jacked up like Duke Nukem but uh <laughs> Simonovich has got more of those, you know, KP pencil sticks. Um, so I don't know. I, my my take on him coming out of the draft was kind of that, you know, he's probably more of a four but has to play the five. And I yeah. kind of just that tweener zone that we were trying to get out of with Lowry. The idea of getting a discount Lowry in the second round for super cheap sounds fantastic, but – as we're seeing, he's obviously not nearly as ready to play as Lowry was when, um, you know, Lowry was drafted seventh, though. So, yeah, that's that's true. Lowry Markin and the uh, what fifth seed Cleveland Cavaliers right now too. That's a yeah. what a what a pleasant surprise over there, huh? Yeah, I mean, but I guess you add Ricky Rubio, you add uh, an elite talent like Mobley. Uh, you get some more years for uh, those young guys. Darius Garland actually gets to play basketball. Um, Colin Sexton's not playing basketball, so his teammates are getting to shoot the basketball. Ooh. And that's, um, it's been working for him. So we'll we'll have to monitor Cleveland, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm still not too worried about that. Yeah, I'm not really worried about him either, but I was I was just so surprised to see them start off like they did. They blew a late lead. Same to, thing um, with the Wizards. Yeah. I, I feel like really dumb about that now that you bring that up is because I always said that, you know, Bradley Beal's not a guy that can carry, you know, you to a playoff, you know, like to a playoff. No, now he's got Gafford and Kuzma and Dinwiddie and uh, they're kind of figuring it out. They had a couple other guys. I watched a little bit of that game um, that I was kind of surprised. I was like, all right, they, they got a solid squad there. I didn't know that they went there. Um so we'll, we'll see how that plays out, but obviously we're not really that worried about them either. I don't recall them getting Kuzma. How did they do that? Was that a trade? It had to be a trade, right? Yeah. I swear, I swear they have him. No, they do have Kuzma. Oh, you're, okay. not, you're not wrong. I'm saying how did they acquire him? I don't remember. Um, I think Kuzma 
He oh, was yeah. part of you got yeah. yeah the Westbrook trade. Ah, that's right. That's right. I guess that's just not memorable because Westbrook being on the Lakers isn't really memorable. That's kind of no. Yeah. No, I thought Russ was going to get himself tossed in that game too after AD got tossed. He was chirping at that ref. Yeah. Like going it like you could you could you could you didn't even need a mouth read. You could just tell that the verbiage coming out of his mouth was vulgar as hell. Um, and I was like, he's 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 just taking it. Okay, probably used to it with Russ. Yeah, he's a high compet, you know, very highly competitive guy. You know, um, I just I don't know, man. I it's a weird team to me. When no, I when it's I, very when I walk- weird to see the Wizards now doing good that Russ has gone and the Lakers not doing so good. Obviously, LeBron's had this injury, but definitely uh, potentially some correlation there. Yeah, uh, a point guard who can't shoot the three decides when he wants to play defense and when he doesn't want to, um, and you know sometimes can be a little bit of a stat hunter. So we'll see. Do, do you think that if it if it keeps going this bad that LeBron just takes the year off? No, hell no. No, no. Okay. They said he was going to be back before like their next. Uh, what was it? Sometime this week. Okay. Before the no, next. He better be back soon. Yeah, their next uh, TV or prime primetime TV game. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about, man? Kobe White. I feel like we'd be uh, wrong not to touch on that. He didn't yeah. look so hot. Um, obviously, he didn't take very many shots, really get much runner opportunity to begin with. But uh, watching Matt Thomas jack up shots in the fourth had me wanting to hunt down white boy swag there because that was really pissing me off. Like, dude, come on, be be self-aware. You're not going to be in the rotation over Kobe White. He's coming back from an injury. Uh, he needs some run and he needs to find a rhythm. And you're out here taking every damn shot and getting it shoved back in your face uh, in garbage time. So, right, right. Um, you know, hopefully Kobe can bounce back because having that scoring punch off the bench would be a very welcomed addition. Yeah, we could definitely use that. Um you know, I feel like our bench, once he gets going, will be the perfect blend of defense and scoring. And I that's really important to bring the Bulls to the next level, too, I think. You know, um, I just – I think they're top 10 in offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency right now, if I'm not mistaken. I believe they're, they're top 10, which national media, uh, you know, didn't think at first was going to happen, but ended up happening. Even though I think – did you see Hollinger, like, took back what he said about him? No, I did not see – um, that he threw up the white flag on his yeah. offseason take so soon. But he, I'll, I'll tell you what, though, he he kept it consistent. Um, he admitted why he did. He said why he was wrong. He didn't explain, like, what was different. He explained why he was wrong, which I thought was pretty cool. And then he said he's throwing in the white flag 14 games into the season. So oh, I, he actually used those words? I believe he did, yeah. Holy shit. I, gotta, I have to find that. I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that – you know, I just want, like I said, once he gets fucking going, Kobe White, I think it'll be all good. Um, man, dude, I don't really have much to talk about right now. No, it's hard. I mean, because we always just wing it, which most of our listeners know. We don't really ever do an outline or a script. We just hop on and have a good time talking bulls together. Uh, obviously, it's a lot easier coming fresh off the games, which is why we love doing our post games. But, you know. Life happens. You, you're a dad. 
you got to get up early as hell to work every day and yeah. up till midnight and being coherent enough to hold the conversation for a half an hour just isn't really likely uh, if you want to be functional in the morning. Yeah, no, man, I, you hit the nail on the head. Um, we'll be back after the Bulls play. I'll be on tomorrow. I should be because I'm going to get back pretty late. So we'll be back after the Bulls play Portland. That's tomorrow, correct? Staying so you're gonna, or what are you going to do? Like set up your phone with the Bulls game at the Windy City Bulls game? Or what's the plan? The Bulls, the Windy City Bulls start at 7. The Bulls start at 9. So oh, shit. The Bulls start at 9 again? Yeah. Can they play on the West Coast forever? Dude, this sucks. I know, I know you hate it, but yeah. I love it because I get to watch the full game. I don't have to like sneakily watch the first half of the game at my register at work, like under my computer. And like just yeah, I can help you. Uh, like just keep peeking down and looking at my phone and staring at my phone. Um it's just brutal, man. Like, cause again, like I've been on like no sleep the last couple of days, and like it's actually starting to I think affect me. And uh you know, I just uh, I can't stay. We only have two more out there, though, right? We got huh? two left on this uh, non-circus trip. I think, yeah, it's Wednesday, and I think we play Friday, and I can't remember who I, th- I can't remember who we play. Um, and then on Sunday, we'll be back against the Knicks here at the United Center. Which I think I'm going to have to potentially uh, see what's going on there. Uh, I want to be in the house for that. Yeah, I'll I'll be there for that. So. All right, everybody, be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Bulls on Tap, at Ontap Sportsnet. Following Goose at Bull Scripted, me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us. Five star rating and review because that's cool and tough. We'll be back on Wednesday. Hopefully, if I don't crash out, let's go, Bulls.